words of my mouth and the meditations of all our hearts be now and always acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Hey friends, it's good to be with you. Thank you for the invitation. Thanks for the warm welcome. It's always nice to be in a church where more people sitting at the front than at the back. When I, when I was in a youth club as a kid, I always used to sit at the very back row nearest to the door. So, you know, I, I, I identify with those of you who are a little bit further away. You know, this church is, or actually it was the food bank next door, first place I ever came when I was bishop back in 2014. They asked me, where would you like to be introduced? Do you want to go to the cathedral? Do you want to go different places? I said, what, what I'd like to do is to be in a church-related project that tries to feed people. So they said, well, why don't you come here? So next door here is where I was introduced in 2014 uh, to the diocese as Bishop of Liverpool. And here I am now within uh, three months of my retirement, and I'm back here again like a bad penny. I just keep turning up. It's great to be with you. It, over, those, over those years uh, as, as, as Bishop, what I've tried to do, what I inherited was Bishop James's growth agenda, the bishop's growth agenda. And I began by saying, I, I, I'm the bishop who's got this growth agenda now. It wasn't my growth agenda when I started, but I'm really happy to have it now. Because what you do in a diocese is you try and get a sense of what God is up to, and you try and follow uh, what God is calling us to do. And that's been true uh, ever since, well, for many, many years back, ever since this diocese was founded in 1880. I don't think it about uh, the times when he would take Bishop David Shepherd in a car around a place. And you remember Bishop David and uh, Archbishop Derek and their slogan that they were better together, better together. And I had that in mind when I chose this reading, which has just been read for us today. Let mutual love continue, the writer says, and then do not neglect to show hospitality to strangers for by doing that some have entertained angels without knowing it I took the bishop's growth agenda and what I tried to do was just to share with people what are we up to now in our generation and we came up with this thing that we were asking God for a bigger church to make a bigger difference and then we said more people knowing Jesus more justice in the world more people knowing Jesus more justice in the world that's why I asked to come to this church when I started my ministry, because I knew that you were a Jesus church and that you were a church that tried to see people fed. Do not be afraid to show hospitality, for by doing so, some people have entertained angels unawares. We've had a horrid week in the diocese in Liverpool. You'll remember this uh, disturbed young man who went to the women's hospital with his bomb in the end, it only killed him, but it could have been so much worse than that. And then it was discovered that the churches had offered hospitality and welcome to this young man when he first came here to this country. He's not been involved with the churches for some years now, but for, 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 uh, at first he, he came at the cathedral and then up in Fazakali. People made him welcome. People offered him hospitality. And there have been those, whenever there's trouble in society, you get this people who've tried to divide us and put one community over against another. You don't want to trust these asylum seekers. You don't want to trust these brown people. You don't want to trust these or those people. Wouldn't it be good if we were all not trusting each other? And yet the Bible says we're to show hospitality because by doing so, you never know who you're going to be welcoming. And I'm proud that the church offers hospitality. We need to be smart 
Jesus said we had to be as innocent as doves, and he also said we had to be as wise as serpents. But we need to open our doors. We're asking God for a bigger church so that we can make a bigger difference. More people knowing Jesus, more justice in the world. Sometimes that makes you vulnerable as a community. There's a lot of frightened people in Liverpool at the moment because you never know what might happen next. And yet we want to stand together. The different churches stand together. The different faiths stand together. The faith communities and the civic leaders, we try to stand together. Because when we're better, we're together. Don't be afraid to show hospitality because by doing that, you might entertain angels without knowing it. And then it says, remember those who were in prison as though you were in prison with them. Remember those who are being tortured as though you yourselves are being tortured. In other words, when people are on the edge of things, you've got to stand with them. People should not be pushed out. People should not be excluded. It's not possible to proclaim the love of Jesus without also saying that we're going to be where Jesus was. And Jesus, whenever he drew a line, he was on the other side of it. He was with the lepers. He was with the, 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 the people, the, the foreigners. He was with the tech to the edge. There was Jesus with them. He would not permit there to be a line. And he was on one side of it, and other people were on the other. And you may remember... There was a story with that Samaritan woman where Jesus said, hey, we shouldn't really be taking the children's food and giving it to the dogs. And the woman pushed back and she said, hey, but even the dogs can have a little scrap under the table. We want to eat Jesus. And Jesus was impressed by that. He was impressed by reaching out. This church is a flagship church because it holds together the proclamation of the gospel with the quest for justice and for reaching out. People are being tortured. Some people tortured in their own minds. You know, they feel lost inside. You are there for them. Some people just feel as if they'll never make ends meet financially. It puts them into depression. Debt advice, you're there for them. You're there for those on the edge of things. You welcome people because you never know who you might be welcoming. And you stand with the ones who are in prison or being tortured. I honor you for that because you are right at the heart of what we're all trying to do in the diocese. This diocese of Liverpool, we've got about 20,000 people we'll be meeting in all the 200 churches across the, 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 the diocese this week, not just Sunday morning, but this week. We've got 119 church schools, 33,000 kids. They're all going to be meeting when it's term time. And they're all going to be, among other things, having their assemblies remembering Jesus. We're part of something bigger. But what we all try to do is hold together Jesus and justice in the way that I've just said. And then the Bible says, let marriage be held in honor by all. Let the marriage bed be kept undefiled. In other words, if you love somebody, you give your life to somebody, you should hold tight to that. Hold tight to love. Hold tight to love because there's precious little of it around. And there are those who'd like to set us against each other. We're going to say no to that. We're going to say faithfulness is what we honor. Faithfulness and love is what we honor, and we hold tight to that. And then it says, don't fall in love with money. Well, the chance would be a fine thing, friends, but don't, 
Don't fall in love with money. Be content with what you have. Why is that? Because God says you don't need the money, but you do need me. There's no point having your money, as the story in the Bible says about that guy who built his big barns, ready to store all his money. Before he could put the money in the barns, he died. God lasts forever. But the things of this world don't. And you, friends, are a little community of resistance in the middle of this city where people will tell you, if only you won the national lottery, if only you were a billionaire, you'd be really happy. And then you look at all these miserable so-and-sos on the telly and you, and you see that actually that's not what does it. We're asking God for a bigger church to make a bigger difference. And you're a flagship. Honor you for your witness that you're not afraid to name the name of Jesus, that you're not afraid to stand with people on the edge of things, that you're not afraid to stick up for faithfulness, and that you're not afraid to welcome people. In every community, there's a heartbeat. In every community, there's a local church. They're not all Church of England churches, that's fine. God is bigger than the Church of England. But in this church, you're the heartbeat in this community. And as such, you shine out. Now, it's the job of a bishop when you go around to give people a charge. And my charge to you is nothing special. You are a flagship. And my charge to you is that you sustain what you're doing. Keep doing what you're doing. Ask God that more people will come to know Jesus. Ask God that there will be that bigger difference. Keep on working in the ways that you are doing with different parts of our community that so much need God. And if you do that, then you're doing God's will. There's a candle burns at Bishop's Lodge just down the road from here. Burns all the time. It's one of those nine-day candles. I always remember, well, almost always remember, I light it when it goes out. It burns all the time because I pray for you all the time for everybody in our diocese who wants to see Jesus lifted up and who wants to see justice done. It burns for you. And it will burn for you right through till the 2nd of March 2022, which is the day I retire. And on that day, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to light one last candle. It lasts for nine days. So you're going to be cracking until the 11th of March and then you're on your own, friends. You're looking for a new bishop then. But God will not forget you because you're doing God's work. May God bless you in it. And when you read scriptures such as this one from Hebrews, and when you lay that alongside what you're doing in your own lives, I pray that you'll be able to lift your heads and say, we're not perfect, but we're doing our best to bring Jesus and justice to Club Noir. And for as long as you do that, you will be blessed. Amen. Amen.